Greetings Wamama wa Nawadada and all you beautiful sisters wherever you are be it on the continent or in the diaspora and karibuni sana sana I hope and wish that you are awesome and fabulous and I'll tell you for true that for me it's such a delight to have you here know that you are so very very appreciated and I thank you for this time that you take to listen in to the Maito podcast show. In this particular podcast, we're going to dive deep, very deep. We're diving into a lesson about the vibrational frequency of the human, which are commonly known as aura. The aura. We are vibrational and energy beings, and we discussed this in an earlier podcast, but did you know that an aura is the energy vibrational field that surrounds and exists on the periphery of each individual being? A person's aura is less dense than the skin. However, it reflects the core of the individual and speaks truth about whom a person is and tells of the way they operate through life. While everyone is born with a specific frequency of color, your personal aura is fluid, and the colors within it change with time depending on the level of your personal awareness, enlightenment, health, or illness. To understand auras, we also need to understand what a kakra is. Pronounced kakra not chakra. In Sanskrit, kakra means wheel and are understood as spinning wheels or disks of energy. You get that? These are points in our physical bodies that one, generate and two, store energy vibrations. And it is from these chakras that we can then draw from to heal our bodies and perform all our physical actions. Like a battery, chakras connect our electric souls and spirits to our physical body, and it's important that they should always be open and aligned for optimum whole body wellness. Deep, right? Welcome to your wonderfulness. You are a wonderful being, full of wonder and amazing stuff. So... Chakras connect through our nerves to all our major organs and they affect our emotional, physical, spiritual well-being. They are key players regarding how we accomplish all our physical movements from walking to talking as well as our spiritual growth. Why am I sharing about auras and chakras on the Meitu podcast show? Because this was knowledge that our greats had, our great-grandmothers and our great-grand-aunties and all our elder women. This is knowledge which our ancestral mothers and grandmothers and healers held and which concern our health and well-being on a day-to-day -day basis. As my toes and queens, as mothers and grandmothers and guardians of nurturing the next generation, knowledge of our particular energy vibration and the positions of our energy centers within our bodies is essential. The womb 
is a major energy center. However, there are others. Further, when we learn about chakras and auras, we learn how to function in our full energy. And who doesn't need more knowing regarding how to live full, awesome, beautiful lives? So let's begin from the beginning. And we'll start with the woman with the red aura. The color red is also associated with the root chakra, which is based in the spine near the tailbone. The root chakra is grounded and represents your security, your power base. It determines your ability to feel safe and calm and grounded. It's also from the root chakra where we are able to pull in energy and manifest our desires, wants and needs. Got it? A woman with a red aura is one who has a natural understanding of the physical plane and makes full use of their understanding. Red aura queens are fearless manifestors who enjoy life and make things happen for them. They manifest all things physical from food to cars to homes to clothing, you name it. Red aura sisters are powerful beings. They are unapologetic about experiencing the abundant adventure of the physical life. They are unafraid of life. They are unafraid of death. They are unafraid of living in wealth and lavishness. They live a life of overindulgence and they believe in living their life to the fullest. They are the foodies. They are the gourmet cooks. They love fast, beautiful cars. They love beautiful homes and furnishings. They wear the most lavish clothing. They are fashionistas. They are fashionistas to a one. And I'm sure as I speak, you're visualizing many women who are red or red. The negative vibrations of red aura queens are a passionate red hot anger, a red fury that burns, and a red hot glare that will stop even the hardest enemy to stop full in their tracks. Other negative vibrations are full-blown nervousness and full-blown dishonesty. The red orid queen is never half-hearted regarding her emotions. It is all or nothing. So when she's dishonest, she's devious to the core. Now, this anger, hmm? this is where the phrase, quote-unquote, she sees red, originated from. And well... <laughs> I think we all know a red orid queen and more. We know how to keep very far away from her when she's furious. <laughs> now, historically, women who had red auras were often killed during the Middle Ages. We are now learning that both white and black high-born women were killed for being who they were and sadly top of the list is the queens who had red auras for they were labeled as witches magicians or harlots because they are of their ability to manifest their desires this was thought of as magic is it really is working and having the ability to use your vibrational energy for riches and luxury is it wrong or evil red auraed women have a sophisticated inborn understanding of earth and how this earth works. And they use this instinctive knowledge to get what they want unapologetically. This gifting back then, during the strict 
so-called Middle Ages, however, was seen as a, was seen as a sin, as it went against the universal religious teachings of poverty as a good and proper thing. Back then, poverty was good. It was brokered as a blessing, as an achievement, while any form of luxury, money, or wealth were viewed as sinful and distasteful. The religious teachings sold the benefits of self-denial, sacrifice, fasting, and self-mutilation, the hatred of wealth, of money, of beautiful material goods, the submission and subjugation of the womb man to male authority. Female independence was frowned upon, and this is how thousands of red orid women were killed for being whom they naturally were. Go figure. Now, let's talk of the orange orid queen. And this one is important to each and every woman, for orange is the color of the sacral chakra or womb. The womb itself and the womb chakra is situated exactly two inches below your belly button. So you can, you can do that, you can check. This chakra represents and governs your emotional state and sense of creativity. And as such, it's the source of each woman's self-expression, sensitivity, intimacy, and sexual expression. Got that? Mm -hmm. The sacral chakra or womb chakra needs constant, constant clearing of stuck energy, which is emitted from past traumas and also from pent-up emotions. This cleansing and clearing is necessary at least every six months for all women. Whether she has an orange aura or not. And listen, queens, it's obligatory for us to cleanse our sacral chakras and wombs in order to heighten our creativity plus our ability to express our truest selves. Now, for the queen with an orange aura, this cleansing is a quarterly necessity. Period. One of the reasons we keep being stuck and depressed in our energy or why we get sick or get debilitating cancers is because we do not understand how vital womb healing is. When you understand this and practice it twice in 12 months, you'll be astonished at how you'll be filled with wonderful healing, bouncing, joyful, creative energy. So, now, the sister of the orange aura has the ability to easily connect with and accept others as they are on their own level. Orange orange sisters also easily accept new experiences without judgment. She has no perception of judgment and thus does not judge individuals nor experiences. This is the level of her acceptance and it's rare to find her gossiping. She's not interested in judging others. Orange orange sisters often have a sense of well-being and abundance in all things. This is she who always looks at a glass and sees it as half full, not half empty. They are self-reliant, outgoing, highly intelligent, completely unconventional, adventurous, 
and their energy is stimulating. They are excellent risk takers and require new surroundings to stay motivated. An orange orid queen is a very creative vibrational being. Be it with business, the arts, interior decoration, or innovations in the tech, engineering, architectural, or science worlds, they see into the future. And they have the ability to bring that future to the present. They are always looking ahead and rarely at the past, because for them the past belongs in the past and has no place in the present. This ability to see into the future also means that they are powerful visualizers, great strategists, and have excellent political careers. You know, historically, we had in Africa many queens of state who also acted as generals and commanders-in-chief of great armies. Most probably, they were orange orid women. The negative energy of an orange orid sister is becoming stuck in the past. This causes her extreme nervousness, fear, negative rumination, depression, moodiness, alcoholism, and can lead to severe alcohol and drug dependence. Why? Many creative people get stuck in their pasts, and when they do, it's difficult for them to move forward into the future where they see clearly. For them, the past is often murky and disturbing. And this is why an orange orid maito must constantly clear out her womb, also known as her, her sacral energy chakra. Now, this is the thing about women. We women, we maitos, this stuck in the past displays of guilt and wishing they could have done better with a particular project is commonly referred to in modern times as burnout. And psychiatrists subliminally blame their patients for moving forward too fast, instructing them to slow down in order to get better. But this is utter nonsense and total poppycock. An orange aura means that the person will pace forward as fast as they're able to. This is their gifting. That is what they are. You know, for example, an Air Force jet cannot fly as slow as a 747 passenger plane. And trying to force fix the Air Force jet by slowing it down is crippling its basic function. Telling an orange orange person to slow down is not a cure. The cure is so simple. It is the regular cleansing of the womb chakra. Also urgent knowledge is that orange orid personalities should know themselves that they are prone to alcohol and drug dependence and subsequent depressions. So these should be consumed with care. Another healing for the orange orid queen is also very simple. It is in the consumption of orange foods. When she feels down, when she feels herself slipping into her negative energies, the consumption of orange foods is encouraged, as, such as turmeric tea, oranges, tangerines, pumpkins, pumpkin seeds, etc. The yellow aura. The queen with a yellow energy field is one who has strong personal power and the ability to channel. 
The yellow chakra is also known as the solar plexus chakra, which is situated between the belly button and the breast bone. So again, you can try and feel that. Mm -hmm. In addition, a deep golden yellow aura is also associated with an active third eye chakra, owing to the strong connection of a spiritual awakening and enlightenment. Internal joy and satisfaction in life is an outward sign that the third eye chakra and the yellow aura are both active and intertwined. The solar plexus chakra itself is yellow and is tied to a person's confidence, sense of self-worth and overall feelings of fulfillment. A yellow aura displays excellent emotional wellness, spiritual enlightenment, spiritual purity, fertility, 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 and beauty. <laughs> yellow auras are often associated with high intelligence, joy, and self-determination. They are free-spirited beings who hold no grudges and have a light-hearted and fun-loving nature. They are positive, joyful, and full of energy. Yellow-aurored queens are characterized by this constant internal joy and bubbling laughter, plus they rarely have deep attachments to material possessions, riches, or capitalism. Understand, while they do like the good things in life, well, they make good money and can have much wealth. They do not form much attachment to material goods. Preferring the wealth of knowledge and historic learning. When a queen has a yellow aura, it means that they are energy amplifiers. They're channelers and they're natural influencers. On its own, the yellow aura is a vibrational of creativity, optimism, vitality, and it resonates with spiritual growth. Queens with yellow auras walk to the beat of their own drums. They are confident in themselves and will rarely change their outlook to please others. This humongous confidence gives them a magnetic quality, however, and this is critical for yellow aura queens to understand. Her yellow aura is such that other people often feel threatened, which makes them react with a competitiveness towards yellow aura queens. This competition, hmm, this competitiveness is a reaction of this world, and yellow aura queens should never stop being herself in an effort to please people. Be you. There's a subtle difference in, in the yellow aura shades. A sister with a light yellow aura may be starting a new phase of life or opening up to new experiences, like the first rays of sunrise. Light yellow is full of hope and possibilities. The sister queen with a golden yellow aura is a profound woman, for this aura is both powerful and respected. Historically, those who have yellow auras and who were born with yellow auras were placed while young in learning centers and grew to be dedicated spiritual leaders. Many enlightened healers, teachers, and gurus, they project a yellow golden aura around their head. And indeed, all that 
this yellow orid queen does and touches does indeed become gold it becomes filled with a yellow with a golden glow or a light of well-being and this is why so many of our spiritual leaders were depicted with a golden yellow halo around the head as in past times today this golden yellow aura is associated with kindness and generosity personal power integrity high intelligence wisdom and spiritual enlight- enlightenment however especially in africa we lost understanding of the meaning of this aura because the deep yellow haloed queen is very attractive intelligent and likable those who do not understand this aura often and in confusion react to these queens with intense jealousy and competition and that's why it's vital for sisters to rec- to recognize that this queen does not do things in a sense of competition she's just as she is she's friendly she's intelligent she's wise she's generous and she's graceful life may seem very easy for her she may look to be of superior in, in intellect or a show off when the truth is often the opposite however because it's her nature golden or yellow queens do not dwell much on negativity and when they do her yellow golden aura turns to a bright yellow this is when she is beset with inner conflicts or struggles maybe feeling a bit sour or maybe struggling with her spiritual and mental health many of these inner conflicts sadly come because of the intensive negative energy directed towards her the competition and jealousy heaved at her at every step of her modern life remember in slightly older times the yellow orid healers and teachers were segregated from the common person respected for their healing skills wisdom and knowledge today life is very different and you know yellow orids may find themselves struggling with the negative emotions that has been channeled towards her further a yellow orid sister who does not deal with these negative self destructive emotions or seek healing for the root of her problems will instead become seriously bogged down by anxiety and depression the remedies for this negative energy and internal conflict of the yellow orid queens include personal me time a lot of personal me time spaces deep meditation yoga or qigong and taking much much time out in nature queens are you overwhelmed by all this information yet well i am <laughs> so what we shall do is we shall break this off for now we have learned fabulous truths regarding the red orange and yellow auras and by the way seeing them is not so difficult once you see one aura you'll be amazed at how visible others will become to you it's um it's a little like when you first see a particular model of a car you know once you recognize the model and shape of it <laughs> you begin to see them everywhere and even note small differences between them and it's the same with auras recognition will come albeit slowly the best people to practice on are on your own children for they are such fun and they're so energetic especially after 7 years old i'll explain this in another podcast 
So go on and have fun seeing them in their true colors. Just don't tell them. Just don't tell them as yet. Otherwise, you may be thrown into a lunatic hospital. <laughs> don't tell them, hey, kids, I'm seeing you in your true colors. <laughs> okay, the things we learn here on the Maito podcast show. Very few are awake as yet to these teachings. So in the next podcast, we shall discuss the other aura colors. Meanwhile, I send you the energies of peace, of love, and much, much laughter. I am Nadja Nyakirmanyini, the host and producer of the Maito Podcast Show, and I thank you once again for listening in. Kwaheri. <laughs>